Open interior and exterior with intermittent scenes of everyday people experiencing back pain while removing food from the oven, playing tennis, and so forth. Chronic back pain affects everything. Your family, your job, and even your leisure time. Logo for Laser Spine Specialists. At Laser Spine Specialists, with our minimally invasive spine surgery, you can be back on your feet and back in the saddle. Exterior of an old man riding a bicycle down the sidewalk. I never thought I'd ride again, but thanks to Laser Spine Specialists, I'm back on my bike and enjoying life. Exterior, a woman holding a trowel plants vegetables. Can finally get back to tending my garden. Exterior, an awkward guy stands in the driveway of his ex-wife's house. And I can finally fight my wife's new husband, Danny Krause. A concerned Danny Krause looks through the window from the interior of the house at Ron. The Laser Spine Specialist's phone number fills the bottom of the screen. Call Laser Spine Specialists for your no-cost MRI review and change your life today. Man riding bike is now taking groceries out of his car. I'm back to helping around the house again. Gardening woman is now playing with a young child. I can finally lift my son over my head again. Ron strolls into his ex-wife's backyard with purpose. I can finally lift my son over my head again and there ain't shit he can do about it. Come here, you little fuck! At a backyard party, Ron's son, who is clearly at least 20 years old, struggles as his dad tries to lift him out of his seat at a picnic table. Dad, what the hell? Come on, I'm gonna get you over my head like a big boy! Ron addresses the other party guests who are flabbergasted as he continues struggling to lift his adult son. He's been rude to me his whole life! Interior at a doctor's office, a spine specialist shakes hands with man riding bike who is wearing a hospital gown. Call Laser Spine Specialist today to learn how a less than two-inch incision can give you a new lease on life. Man riding bike is now dancing with his wife on their porch. I can spin my wife again. Gardening woman tosses a ball to her dog. You can play with my dog again. Exterior of a nondescript bungalow in the bad part of town at night, sirens blare in the distance, dogs bark loudly and menacingly, and Ron looks determined. I could get my money back from Robbie Starr at Superstar Tracks Records. Interior as Ron bursts through the door and into the cramped, cluttered office of Robbie Starr, an obvious sleazeball who was fiddling with papers on his desk and is startled. You told me I could sing. I listened to the record we made and it sucked. Hey, I disagree, Ron. I gave you $10,000 to make me a star. We just need a couple more dollars to get this thing really popping off. I'm through, Robbie. I played Moon River Rock for my whole family, and they laughed at me. Your family hates you, and only I love you. And that song is rocking, baby. We gotta fly Jeff Chris down from Indiana to mix it professionally. You listen to me. No more scamming adults into thinking they're stars. If I hear you tricked one more old guy at the mall... Right on cue, the door slams open once more as Johnny, another old guy that Robbie obviously tricked at the mall, bursts into the Superstar Tracks Records office. What the hell, Robbie? Where's my airplay? I had the radio tuned to the station you told me all weekend and my song never came on. Don't listen to him. He tricked me too. <sighs> he didn't trick me. I am a star. Nobody tricked me. Hey, listen, Ron. I just got this new beat in and it's totally in your cue zone. All right. Don't start this with me, Robbie. I, I can't sing. It's a guaranteed goddamn hit, all right? It, it It's not exactly in my cue zone, is it? I mean, yeah, but it's also in Johnny's cue zone. Johnny, how about you do palm tree for us? Palm tree girls and palm tree guys. Don't give it to Johnny. Don't give it to Johnny. Hold on. Let me think about it for a minute. Cut to Ron standing in a production booth in front of a microphone and wearing headphones. Simple, upbeat instrumental music plays as he sings poorly over it. Moon River Rock. Moon River Roll. Call Laser Spine Specialist today and get back to the things you've always wanted to do. You're too tight. You need to loosen up. It's going to be a hit, but you got to have to relax. Ron looks strained as the commercial cuts to a burst of static. And that's where we end. <laughs> I, think my, I think my favorite thing 
in all of television is when when uh, Robbie Starr says, um, <laughs> "Where is it? We gotta fly Jeff. We gotta fly Jeff from Chris Indiana. down from Indiana to, to mix this thing professionally. professionally. It's a guaranteed it's goddamn hit." <laughs> hey, it's horse time. Yes. The horses have been released from the stable. Yeah, I need some oats. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. <laughs> uh, you can call me ag- aggressive Shannon Young. With me tonight is humble Hunter Hendricks. Oh, uh, this this show is totally in my Q zone. <laughs> Classic <laughs> R.E. Casper. Yeah. Tumultuous Tanner Calvert. Tumultuous. Mul- oh, fuck it. Mul- Mulchulous. And Lindsay Wolfgang. I'm here. I didn't give her a title. That's fine. I could have called her Ladybug, Lindsay Wolfgang. Well, that would be a different one. Moon River Rock. Moon River River Roll. Shannon, what's that I just dropped in the... uh, Make that a hit. Guaranteed goddamn hit. Let me see this. There are people who care if you... Oh, wait, that's not it. (laughs) snail foods Uh, yeah those are snoods they're called snoods they're called snoods yeah well snail foods well they're snoods well I'm Lenny this is Hunter and uh, (laughs) and Kaz and I'm Lenny I I assumed that's how you were going to introduce us tonight this is Kaz, Lindsay and and Tanner and Hunter I'm Lenny I'm Lenny that's been our our new obsession for the past few days to the point that uh, Lenny posting out you're using hours very loosely. You haven't Lenny post, <laughs> bro. Do you even Lenny post? No, no. Okay, well, but you still need to set up that. I, I still support the subreddit though. Of Lenny posting. Yes. <laughs> um. No, that's all I had planned for tonight. All right. Hey, so, so real quick, I just came across something. Um, as we all know, the the strikes are still going on uh, in Hollywood, the SAG-AFTRA, and, and the writers' guild. There's a new one now. So uh, there is apparently an auction. I, th- I thought this was a bit. This is real. There's an auction going on to support the motion picture and television fund for healthcare, like for the people who are, are striking um, since they're not at work. Started by is, Drew Barrymore. Uh, oh, oh no she she's she found another way. Um, <laughs> but uh, a lot of it is like what you would expect, like Zooms. You know, you, you you've been on a thing, you could get to Zoom with an actor for like twenty minutes or whatever, um, like dinners and and like normal stuff. But <laughs> I came across a few choice ones that I really like that I'm going to drop in the text right now. If you want to, if you want to just appreciate these, you could have a watercolor portrait of your dog by John Lithgow. <laughs> um, he'll do that I, these are real that. by the I way i thought that. this was a bit i you, I love uh, you say you would buy that but you would probably save your money for natasha leone to help you solve the new york times cr- uh, sunday crossword i would pay natasha leone hundreds of dollars to just help me solve a crossword po- oh that's what it is yeah i would do that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Kaz, I know obviously you're close to LA, right? We've had that conversation. Um, if you'd like Adam Scott to walk sure. Travis for you, he'll do that. Oh, but you got to go four hours to LA. Come on, <laughs> for a whole hour though. I, too. I feel like Kaz would rather right. have Natasha Leon help him with the crossword puzzle. I think that's what we would all pick because she's wonderful. Yeah, that, I gotta admit, like I like Adam yeah. Scott. I like John Lithgow, but yeah. Natasha Leon is. <laughs> you ever legendary. see that? You ever see that show where Adam Scott got a hand job? Maybe I don't know. We're like, I don't think so we're like he's. She gave him a hand job to the point that he ejaculated and it showed it. Hello. No. no. What no. show is this? It was some HBO show. This is legitimate. I'm not making this up. To the point that they had to go and uh, he had to go on record as saying it was a prosthetic penis and he didn't actually get a hand job and ejaculate. So. Oh, here's here's one for you. Uh, Lena Dunham will paint a mural in your home. Unless it's a if mural, it, if it's a mural of Lena Dunham saying that she won't work in Hollywood anymore, I don't want it. It has. Oh to, it shit! Has to be Here that. we go. We got one. We got one for Asa, and surprisingly, the bids are lower than I expected. One hundred dollars. What? Uh, no, 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 no. Dig this. Asa could play Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat One, against Kumail Nanjiani um, <laughs> with a co- with a special commentator as well, and I'm trying to think of her name. It's Emily. What's her last name? No, no, no. It's driving I, me nuts. I'm no, I think that is her name. I think they're saying you can play against uh, oh, him. Emily plus, commentating. Her name is Emily commentating. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah, that not. checks out. No, it is. Yeah, Seriously, that's, that's, I, think uh, that's I think that's it. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. a British actress. Yeah. Why does right. playing a video game have a shipping charge? So well, wait they, a minute. They gotta Dude. ship you the game, dumbass. Is this a, is this a play on words where I will be playing against Kumal while she is commentating? No, or her name commentary? is no, Emily. Her name is commentating. It, her name is yeah. Emily commentating. Why is this so hard for you? Because Mortal yeah. Kombat is only one versus one. Oh. Well. But she's going to be offering coaching. Um, I, I love this one from Charlie Day and Mary Elizabeth Ellis, but I like the phrase exquisite corp drawing, corpse drawing. <laughs> um, how much does it cost? I don't know what to do with that. I'd like to go back to hand jobs for a second. How much is it? How much would it cost to get a hand job in the Beetlejuice Theater by Lauren Boebert? Five dollars. Well, she got uh, well, kicked look, out. She's, so. Look, look, look. She loves the arts. Yeah, she'll did, do anything to support the arts. Did you uh, did you hear about the updates today? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, let's so, enlighten. So she was accused of vaping in the theater and being loud and singing. She got kicked out. She flipped off the staff when she left. And afterwards, she put out a statement saying, I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically, um, I love the arts. I love this show. All I was doing was enjoying it. And yes, I plead guilty to singing along with it. It's wonderful. If you see the ending, please let me know how it ends. Well, then the videos came out. The videos absolutely showing her vaping. And of course, you, you would think that you'd think that was the end, but no. It turns out she was at this uh, theater with a uh, Democrat. What what was he? He's a Democratic uh, somebody, uh, or is a, he's a bar owner, a Democratic bar owner from Aspen. Well, now the videos are showing him groping her breasts in the theater and her leaning over and groping his crotch and basically rubbing one out on him. What the fuck? Yeah. Yep. And no. Yep. And the video's out there, and she put out a statement today, finally breaking her silence, saying, The past few days have been difficult and humbling. I'm truly sorry for the unwanted attention my Sunday evening in Denver has brought to the community. While none of my actions or words as a private citizen that night were intended to be malicious or cause harm, the reality is that I did, and I regret it. Um, she is fucking trash. She Don't also, forget her husband. I'm curious, was her husband, was he there showing his testicles to children? <laughs> she also, that's the thing that he does uh, I also want to go she goes on to explain that um, uh, the the ongoing divorce is a factor and she's tried to handle it with strength and grace oh, only to fall short of my values and as, as, for the, as for the vaping whether it was the excitement of seeing a much anticipated production of the natural or the natural anxiety of being in a new environment I genuinely did not recall vaping that evening when I discussed the night's events with my campaign team while confirming my enthusiasm <laughs> for the musical uh, she said that we do understand the nature of how this looks. I just don't remember doing it. I just don't recall. Did you I, do that? I don't. I don't remember. I, I don't know. I don't recall. So a, wait a minute. Having wait a my breast groped and that, groping his crotch, but you know. Does that mean that she vapes so much she literally cannot fucking remember when she did it? Or my question is, what <laughs> oh was God. she vaping if she can't remember? And hey. for the record, for the record, we're going to go on record as saying there's nothing. If you vape, cool. Nothing wrong with vaping. Do you, yeah. do you do you vape THC? Cool. Nothing wrong with vaping THC. Should you vape THC in a musical theater while getting your breast groped and groping a grass crotch in front of everybody? Probably not. No. Bad look. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's Especially lucky. Especially for a politician that supposedly is like, uh, you know, representing an entire fucking region. She's lucky she's so goddamn hot. I forgive her. Is she? She is. is. She? she is. No. She is. Let's, no, let's not, let's not trick ourselves. She no. Is. And... And that's what she was trying to get. She was trying to vape that. If if, if she ever goes one on one with Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene, I'm putting it out here right now. I'm on Team Bobert. I am. I'm on Team Bobert. Oh, Marjorie uh, will shoot her. Bobert will m- molest her. She'll vape. Marjorie got that. I don't, I don't got know if you really want that sound on. bite floating around out there. <laughs> I'm on Team. I'm on Team Bobert. <laughs> go ahead. Trash me, Republican. Nope, I got it. Hey, Kaz, I'm gonna go put that on the soundboard. Kaz, oh, play or, it again. Or don't, play please. It. I, I will gladly. Have you seen we the pictures so of her many. at this event? I could contain I mean, why myself. Not? This is horse time. I would be bursting. <laughs> do, wait, do that again. One. Okay, that one again. He's got to get back to it. <laughs> okay, I like that one. I like that one. That one's good. 
That reminds me of that uh, episode of uh, It's Always Sunny Hunter where they're doing the podcast and she keeps playing all the sounds and Dennis is like, stop it, stop it. And then he, she plays one and he goes, all right, I kind of like that one. Yeah, kind of like that dude with that. Two mm. wars. We always we always said that this show was going to turn into Weenie in the Butt. <laughs> Just <laughs> Weenie in the Butt. That's <laughs> it. Isn't, isn't it funny to take a step back? Yeah. Isn't it funny to take a step back and look at, like, these are, it's in the name, right? Representatives of our nation yeah. mm-hmm. are doing the Bobert in, in a theater. Oh, he, um, he got bolted in the theater. We got the leadership on the on the right, fucking just glitching out like multiple times. They're so fucking old. We got <laughs> we got leadership on the left that that leans in and asks people, "Is it time to vote? What should I vote?" Because I'm ninety fucking years old. And then we got the president that's going to be ninety if he gets elected. Like it's it's. Mm. Well, Cass, don't forget uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg that everybody loves. Who got so old could have backed out at any down. point, but didn't, and then she Should've died and fucked it all up. Yeah. Hey, Shane. Hey. On an unrelated hey. note, and then we what, what we got? About... We got Nancy Pelosi. It just said, "I'm gonna run again." Hold on. No. I'm, uh, I'm finding more pictures uh, of Lauren Boebert to post in there. Hold on. Who's who said he wasn't? Somebody just said he wasn't. Uh, Romney. Romney stepping down. Romney. He. Romney's like. 42, or whatever the number 42. was. 42? <laughs> 42? <laughs> I remember in, growing up right alongside Mitt Romney. Years, I remember calling Romney when I was a kid and be like, dude, did you play that new No Mercy? And he's like, fuck yeah. And then he vaped, <laughs> even though it didn't exist at the time. Uh, uh, but yes. Yeah, so, I don't know. If, I think Romney's half the age of to, our president. To answer someone's question earlier, yeah, she's hot. It's fine. Anyway, move it. No, beautiful people get away with things. Why do you think I haven't been shot? Different tastes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Mitt Romney, this isn't going to be the political show, but did you see some of the bombshells Mitt Romney dropped on his way out about Mitch McConnell, especially? No. No. So let me look up the exact things. I want to make sure I get this right. Um, and while you're doing that, uh, The Rock came back to WWE tonight, and the joke I was going to make was, and it only took the entirety of Hollywood shutting down for him to go, eh, may as well. Like if I do some wrestling. Yeah, he met Cena backstage. I saw a clip of that. And good for him to go out there and run yep. down Austin Theory, because what Theory needed yeah. was for another legend to come out gave, there and absolutely embarrass him. Really gave him the rub, brother. Now, now you know, he's been in a segment <laughs> with him. So I'm really going to put him over. This is from TheIndependent.com. A text from Mitt Romney to Mitch McConnell in the hours leading up to the January 6th siege of Congress by a violent mob of Donald Trump supporters ended up predicting accurately both the attack itself and the threat posed by D.C.'s National Guard contingent uh, reporting to the man, to the man accused of dispatching the mob itself. So apparently Mitch McConnell texted... Um, I'm sorry, Mitt Romney texted Mitch McConnell and he texted him, in case you have not heard this, and this is before January 6th, in case you have not heard this, I just got a call from Angus King who said that he had spoken with a senior official at the Pentagon who reports that they are seeing very disturbing social media traffic regarding the protests planned on the 6th. There are calls to burn down your home, Mitch, to smuggle guns into D.C. and to storm the Capitol. I hope that sufficient security plans are in place, but I am concerned that the instigator, the president, is the one who commands the reinforcements the D.C. and Capitol Police might require. Mitch McConnell left him on red. And that... Not a surprise. Yup. So not only did Mitt Romney accurately predict what was going to happen... He tried to warn Mitch McConnell about it, and Mitch McConnell left him on red. Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, who, by the way, after January 6th, came out in in harsh criticism of the president, laying the blame entirely at his feet, and then voted not to uh, to, to to go through with the uh, with the uh, impeachment and uh, delayed it. So, well, yeah, yeah, because it's not his place to do that. It's strong, just a political hunt. Strong political Here. people. It's all about reminding people of what we got on you. The thing I always think about myself is like, remember whenever all the RNC and the DNC were hacked and then all the DNC, the thousands, tens of thousands of emails got released? RNC's emails never got released. This is a happy day. I'm happy. Nah, it's America. (laughs) I'm happy. Let's talk about Ahsoka, Tanner. (laughs) Oh, can we? Uh, It's a soda. It's uh it's an uh, Italian squirt gun. 
Oh, what? <laughs> Ahsoka. I'm the trash man. Does it shoot something it's other than water? It's a Ahsoka. I'm pretty sure Lauren Bobert should have said. Lauren Bobert was trying to get the Ahsoka at that theater. <laughs> it may have already been Ahsoka. It's empty. Hunter, can I tell you something I'm else? Uh, Damn it. I'm also officially the, done with the buttons. I hit the wrong one. Um, I don't Hunter. care. <laughs> Hunter. With them. Hunter. Yo. Can I can I tell you something else horribly depressing I, I found out about today? Yeah. Do you remember Ashley Massaro? Say that name again. Ashley Massaro. Yeah. Ashley, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, the wrestler. Yeah. Do you remember what happened to her? She died. I don't remember how. Yeah. Committed suicide. Suicide, yeah. I did not know this. Okay. Um, apparently, I just found this out today because uh, apparently the WWE uh, kept it under wraps, but after she passed away, there was some kind of litigation against them and this was revealed. She went to uh, Kuwait in 2006, 2008, something like that, as part of their tribute to the troops, where she was yeah. left alone um, with soldiers who then proceeded to drug her and rape her. And when she went back to the States, she told the WWE about it, and Vince McMahon pulled her into his office with other uh, leaders and convinced her not to say anything because they didn't want to damage the reputation between the WWE and the troops. But he did apologize to her and uh, convinced her to keep quiet. Of course. Well, I mean, that's his MO, <sighs> right? I mean, that's how he that's how he got fired in the first place. Absolutely more or less. fucking disgusting. I, oh. What would you expect from somebody that wears a bandana like that picture that you shared? The so, He's for what it's worth, that's not, a, that's not a real picture. I wish it was. Oh, was it not? It was not. No, it was. I wish I'd taken a screenshot and sent it to you earlier, but no, it was it was photoshopped. Damn, that's uh, a good I don't, photoshop. I don't even think that's a legitimately good yeah. photoshop. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm gonna look it up again and see if I can find the actual one. But good calling out, though. Yeah, it was it was fake. Hey, here um, here on Podzilla 1985, we pride ourselves on our accurate reporting. That's why I have to fact check Jesse. Out. We're just like, no, you're lying. More than once, Jesse gonna, Kimball has said something uh, off the cuff, and I've had to like literally stop him and go, "Let me oh, stop you right there, bud." <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't find the the photoshopped picture, but here's the actual picture that shows what he was actually wearing. So. Oh, so they just tinted his suit a little bit and put that bandana on. That was a really good yeah, Photoshop. And then they put the do-rag on there. Yeah. Yep. My favorite yep. part of this Yeah, because the suit's uh, not quite as purple as it is right. in, the, in the Photoshop version either. I do love Daniel Cormier, though. He is very happy. He's, he's getting it, man. He's yeah. having a good time. A great UFC fighter that loves wrestling. He's got to be loving this right now. Um, I'll tell you who's not loving it is the over 100 employees from WWE who were fired today uh, and now yep. that the merger's taking place. Surprisingly, in a lot of ways, I guess not a lot of talent. We did, I don't think no there talent. was any talent that was not mentioned. Yet. It not was yet. all well. That sounds bad. We mean wrestlers yes. for, for what it's worth. When yeah. we say no talent, uh, it was a whole bunch of people in like the podcasting division. Like I'm pretty sure they just gutted the hell out of that marketing. Um, marketing uh, a bunch of people that worked on the WWE network since it's kind of not really a thing anymore which i mean um, it, it sucks but it makes sense kaz i feel like you know this better than anybody when you have mergers like that and you've got a big company that already has people in place that does these things those people go been there done that yep yeah. and it's and uh, to yeah. be fair though and and i'm not speaking uh, for any of the people that got let go because that's that sucks regardless period like being let go in the situations really sucks but sometimes you actually like for those who linger on it's it's it, it can be bad too because like all the shit gets landed on and then yep. whatever mergers gets just diluted and it just anything that you worked on for instance in that place for the years or prior just disappears and it just just dissipates into whatever conglomerate that just took you over yeah this is the the thing with um wwe being owned by Endeavor. saudis or something no, Endeavor. They they had talked about selling to the Saudis. Yep. They ended up selling to Endeavor, which I think is the parent. Isn't that the parent company of UFC? And now they've combined yeah, them. Yeah, so that's... I was so going to say, Dana so White going to beat his ass? Dana White and Vince, I think, well, are on the same level kind of now, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They didn't really sell to them so much as Endeavor already owned UFC. They sold to Endeavor and merged the whole thing into TKO. TKO, yeah, which is on the stock market Really? Now. Yeah. Okay, yep. that means that WWE is about to change significantly. That's the that's the belief. Yeah, 
Well, this is I mean, be yeah, kind of. Every, any, any changes and eras and shit like this ain't an era change. This is going to be a sport change. Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, you say that, but Vince McMahon is still doing everything he can to continue to assert control. Yeah, over it. I, gonna, I don't think. Dana's I don't think Vince longer. McMahon. I'm just gonna put it that way. Well, okay, that that's not entirely inaccurate, but I don't think Vince McMahon makes this move and gives up any level of control. He didn't even give up any level of control when he left the first time. I hope. I'm curious. I hope that a, fucker. I just want to say this, Kaz, before you make a good point. Let me just say this off the cuff. I hope. <laughs> I hope that fucker dies. I hope that fucker dies painfully soon. Like for all the shit he's done, for all the people he's hurt, and and all the people he's taken advantage of and exploited. I hope that fucker dies in the worst possible way. Go ahead, Cass. I put him on the same That's level as fucking thing. Donald Trump and and Kim Jong Un and and fucking uh, Vladimir Putin as people that I wish they would all get together for some kind of like billionaire uh, yacht club, and then the yacht crashes into like a uh, uh, AIDS volcano. And then the AIDS volcano was supercharged by a nuclear reactor. (laughs) All right. Now, Cass, go ahead. And then somebody else comes in and starts punching me in the grief bone. Tanner, we are going to talk about Ahsoka here in a second because that that scene I sent you earlier, uh, I want to talk about that in just a second. But, Cass, go ahead. All I I want to say is kind of reiterating, Dana's going to live longer. Don't underestimate that conniving little bastard. And... Yeah, I definitely see WWE significantly changing, like rule NFL turned into the XFL kind of situation. Well, they brought they brought the Rock back Here's, tonight. If that's not an indicator that they know shit's fucked or that it's going to get fucked or that they're desperate, oh, I don't know what it is. good old Rock. Here's here's good why I'm rock. so rich. now he's burning. So let's let's be a billion, millionaire that begs for money. Here's why I'm so resistant to this. You have to understand that Shannon and I both have been through every possible thing that could happen in those companies from new ownership to new people you know involve new audiences new places to go and every time we go this is the thing and this then is it's the one the fucking thing. yeah it's like it's TNA. The episode, i just simply say so remind, myself, remind me in two years uh i don't know if we're going to be around in two I, years at this rate yeah and, and, I, and I don't and for the record i don't mean this show i just mean us as people <laughs> Tanner, Lindsay, really quick, yes. I, want to, I want to shift over to you guys. I don't know if Tanner is just sitting there looking sad or if he's frozen. Tanner, blink once, but also look up at the camera when you do it so I can see your face. I can see him moving. Hmm? There he is. <laughs> I was say, he's moving. I can see it. So, uh, Hunter, you don't care about spoilers, do you? I kind of don't care about this show. <laughs> There, well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Uh, there is a scene in the newest Ahsoka, which this episode of Ahsoka, they knew was going to be so it's important. Fucking Ahsoka! It, it's a character from Star Wars, man. Come on, get oh. the fucking program. They aired this uh, in theaters, and I didn't know that. Oh, god damn it! Really? God damn it! He left. Yeah, there they did a, a limited theatrical release for it. Uh, it's 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 basically Clone Wars live action, oh, like legit. Great. And there's yeah. there's one particular scene that they are calling the greatest scene in Star Wars ever, um, like in any Star Wars film, and it's Which Anakin. One? It's it's Anakin Skywalker when he's battling Ahsoka in the World Between Worlds, and as he walks through the smoke, he tra- oh, he, that scene. he flashes back and forth between Vader and Anakin, and it is truly incredible. Like yeah, it is amazing. That was really cool. Of. they got me when they said Anakin was going to be in it because I am the biggest fucking Anakin Skywalker fan and this uh, this has been really really cool so um, my hat's off to it and Tanner and I were talking about it earlier I sent him the gif actually I'll put the gif in the because it's not really a spoiler you don't see anything other than just how cool it looks Um, Tanner tell me what you think about that real quick while I look for this gif Uh, Hayden (laughs) Christensen really gets to It's just the fact that I was like, Tanner, tell me what you think about it. And you pause for so long when I know you have so much to say. It's like I can just see the wheels turning of you trying to figure out, okay, where do I start? Yeah, because I it's, it's a lot. Um, and it's all good. There's nothing there's nothing negative for me to, from me about this. Um, like the scene you're talking about, man, he just he comes out of the shadows. And it's Anakin, not Vader. It's Anakin with a red lightsaber. And you see him come walking through the mist. And you just see him take his shoulders like this, like he's really getting ready to fight, like he's going hard. 
and it just that little shoulder shrug and then the flash of lightning and it's vader and then back to anakin again fight yeah i'm finding that clip yeah it's the fight that happens he's he's throwing haymakers with that fucking lightsaber man it's okay i'm putting it in the chat now if you uh if you want to see it because uh, it is really, really fucking cool. And then I'm going to remove it so Jesse doesn't bitch. But. You could put a spoiler thing on it. Like, it's very cool. Um, yes. I'm, I'm so happy that they're doing more with Anakin Skywalker. But the thing that kind of pissed me off. It, actually, yeah. How do you put the spoiler thing on there? Or is it too late? I think you got to do it before you post it. It's fine. Everyone's seen it at this point. I'm going to delete it now. Um. The only thing I don't like, I was watching the, I told Tanner this, I was watching the uh, IGN review of that episode, and the person said Hayden Christensen is doing his best to, like, make amends for his uh, involvement in the prequels. And I was like, he ain't got to make up for shit, man. He was no, awesome. No, he doesn't have to do anything. He, he he acted with what he was given. And he was good. Yeah. He was good. George Lucas just happened to write Anakin really shitty. I don't think he wrote. And I give him a lot of credit for when him coming back in Obi Wan and this, he did his research with Clone Wars to see what was done in that to add that into his portrayal of Anakin. Yeah, I mean, for God's sake, he did a he did a convention where they brought him out on stage, and then also they brought Ashley, and he looked at her and just went, "Hey, Snipe or hey, hey, Snips, hey, Snips." Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's just. Oh, he knows. I'm sad Hayden Christensen Hunter never got more like roles. Like do you think do you think Star Wars fucked his career up forever? Or at least until now where he's starting to get a little bit more respect? I mean, yeah, to some degree, but he didn't make a lot of good choices after that too. I mean, the only other thing I remember him being was in was uh, what was it called like Jumper or yeah. something? And Jumper was and good. It, I I never it. watched yeah, it. I never Jumper watched sucked. It. I never watched. I it. didn't. I didn't care for Jay. It was really generic. Did that sci-fi. have Sam Jackson? Um, yeah, yeah. It was another poor choice on his part too. Um, I, I enjoyed the movie, which is fine. It's nah. subjective. That's yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, I, that's that's fine. I didn't. I don't. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent did that. Hayden Christensen very much got the the blowback of it because at the time people weren't as well versed oh, let me rephrase the the public at large wasn't well as well versed as what was going on in what was going on behind the scenes uh yeah. in movies in general i mean not just not just star wars but movies nobody blamed writers for movies unless you were a critic um now everybody's a critic, right? I mean, that's that's what this is. That's what we do, basically. Like <laughs> we literally logs. know everything about everything, and and we can go look at all the details and all that, and uh, a lot of it without context, admittedly, which is why I always like to learn more. But yeah, I mean, now we know Hayden Christensen was doing what he could with what he had. It certainly, you know, wasn't his idea to say that stupid ass line about sand or all the terrible dialogue from from Attack of the Clones. Um, Here's, it, it, here's he just the same we could. Dave Filoni is he's a super fan, right? Yes. He's not just some director that they thought could do really good at sci-fi projects bringing him on. He is a fucking super fan. There is nothing that happens in the Star Wars universe this man does not know about. Now I'm talking canon and legends now. Which is why you're seeing a lot of stuff from legends coming into the stories now. Thrawn was like that's old material. Yeah, it was novels from the the early to mid 90s. I I keep trying to see if there's audio versions of because I'd like to listen to it. I don't have time to sit down and read. Thrawn was introduced Um, in a book series called Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire I think was one. It was a set of three books and Heir to the Empire was one of the titles. It was the first one. If I remember correctly. Anyway, that's, I mean, that's that's the story that Thrawn was introduced in. So when Disney bought out Star Wars, all that expanded universe was just told the fuck off, basically. And he's like, no, 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 some of this expanded universe stuff was actually. So he's doing when he starts doing uh, Rebels, he's he brings Thrawn in. He brings Thrawn in on, on Clone Wars when he's helping. That's, that leads us to where we're at now. So, Well, why didn't he bring in some of the characters I like? 
<laughs> I mean, Lee, such no. as Mara, uh, time. Mara Jade. They've completely. Mara Jade is absolutely still on the table. Is she? Because I'm pretty sure I saw Luke like murder a bunch There's... of Jedi or something, and they never mentioned her. What? I don't know. He tried to kill Han's son, who was named Ben for some reason, and not Jason. And then they named someone else Jason, and also there's no daughter. Who else do they name Jason? Fucking Harrison. He was named Jason, well... Yeah. Not before, but he's been named Jason for a long time. Not as long as Jason was Jason. (laughs) Jason was Jason before Jason was Jason. You know what I mean? Hunter right now, Hunter right now, by the way, just (laughs) had an aneurysm. Kaz has I'm just, I'm just the living. I'm the living embodiment of that gif of Charlie Kelly just rubbing his temples. Just, <laughs> I'm in here. Right, right before, right before he just goes, "Shut up, shut up!" Oh my god, I don't care. <laughs> Look, there's a hard reset of the Star Wars universe coming. Yeah, but they they yeah. robbed Man, they robbed right. me of one of my favorite parts. Uh, well, hold, now it's my turn. Give, give me two seconds. Give me two seconds because I think mm. you you would like this too. And I don't know if you know this part, Hunter. You might know this part from the extended universe that they robbed us of with the way that they did the the sequels. Um, the part in the extended universe where Hans and Le- Leia's son uh, Anakin accidentally got Chewbacca killed, and it was mm-hmm. it was one of the greatest like most uh, like heart wrenching moments. They completely took that off the table, and I, I hate that. There was so much good stuff in the extended universe that we'll never see. Hunter, go ahead. I uh, I'm switching teams. I'm on Ace of Grace team now. I'm fucking tired of time travel. I'm ah, sorry. so no, tired. no, he's right. There's I don't no time travel. I, no, he's right. I don't give a shit. I don't care if it's multiverses. I don't care what little descriptor you put on it. I'm tired of you did a thing. It didn't go well. Well, we're just gonna retcon it. Yes. Live with your fucking mistakes. Yes. I'm sick of it. That's that's why I I'm hate tired the- of it in Marvel tired of it I'm, I'm sure shit not interested in seeing it in star wars especially this not world between worlds thing i hated that the moment yeah, you told me about it tanner i'm not here to be fair it. and you know that you know i hated it the moment you told me about it i don't think it's necessary jedi started the force was just like an a force it was something inside of you now it's that i don't like that i don't like it i i like i the like a story that's is not about time travel all right back to the future is great Terminator is great. They're built around those things. But I don't generally, if you introduce time travel later into a, a series like a, a sci-fi series or a fantasy series, it, it never ever I didn't like it in Harry Potter. I don't think it works well in that. Wait, when like, did they I'm just I'm not they, they time traveled in Harry Potter? I forgot they did that Harry Harry fucking book. I, <laughs> hey, 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 you're talking to someone that's never yeah. read the books or watched any of the movies. So That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean literally that. the not not even halfway through the series they introduced but time Tanner, travel and then barely ever touch it again. But Tanner, to be fair, like even though I don't like the world between worlds, I still liked what they showed me. I just I don't like that right. concept. You gotta remember if so look, world between worlds is not time travel. What happened in that story in Rebels? Ezra is brought to a near death experience and is brought to an ethereal state of the force. World between worlds. He's able to glimpse and witness things throughout history. Things that have happened, things that are, that are happening currently, and things that will happen. He ends up watching what happens to Ahsoka after he's after she force pushes him out of the temple. Uh, and he's about to watch her be struck down by Vader. He panics and like reaches through and grabs her and brings her in. They have something happens. They're they're there talking for a while. He he tries to save, um, Kanan. Kanan, uh, his his life from when he sacrificed himself to save them. Ahsoka's like, you can't do that. Like that's if you save him right now, then he's not able to save you all. So you all can't. You cannot change the past. So, but didn't he change the past when he pulled Ahsoka out from being killed? No. Ahsoka's cool. got a lot of weird things happening because she's technically she died, died before. She never died. So what basically what it's showing is that after after she force pushes him into the ship, Temple Amortis closes, that she is never struck down by Vader, that she survived it. And 
he doesn't like she she doesn't come out of his like his portal at the same time. So basically they're sitting there doing this tour of it and the emperor is using some dark side actual magic, like actual sorcery and is able to view into the world between worlds and witnesses Ahsoka and Ezra there and tries to attack him. He's trying to enter the world between worlds and attack them. And so you see him both running away from basically the force lightning and everything happening with the emperor trying to get in and, and use the power of this world to be able to see things in the future and city of stuff. Uh, and instead of her going into his portal back to his current time, she goes back to the portal she he was she was pulled out of going back to her current time at a later time, thus surviving the fight with Vader. There was no time travel. She could not she can't enter the world between worlds, go to a different portal at a different time. She has she can only leave that place going back through where she came through. She can only enter back into her time point, point timeline. I have I have point in time. I have two things to say to that. One is that I, I, I obviously I'm in a bad mood, but I'm not going to like diss the things that you like, because just because I don't care for it doesn't mean it's bad. and doesn't mean that you're wrong. Um, but I hate everything you just said. And again, but, I mean, if you and think again, about it, it's a beautiful thing. It's, because it's very convoluted. Somebody, yes. But somebody who's like a force user, who's, who is not so much a force user, but if they have a connection to the force that they're able to, use and feel has this experience where it pushes them to that point where they enter this world. And then all of a sudden now they're able to have this beautiful moment with somebody that they've met, which is great. That's a pretty thing. But do you remember the first star Wars films from the eighties where they were just on spaceships yeah. and the force was, he could throw stuff with his mind and he had a sword. And when the what? fuck That's did that great. turn into going into the world between worlds and stopping time? And then also there's a guy named uh, Harry Potter. I think uh, from this conversation, I don't, I kind of got lost through part of it. Um, I have never seen on this show, anyone more frustrated than Hunter and Kaz and I have been on shows for the record that have completely gone off the rails. I walked off the set once because Zach Kirk has frustrated me so much and I had to have Ethan finish the show. But with that said, Tanner, I, I I'm fine with it. I dig it. If you're, if you like it, I'm perfectly one. I 100% support it. I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, I wanted to clarify. There is no time. Travel. As I of mean, right now, there's no time. Look, travel. If it walks like a duck, man. <laughs> like, so really I'm, quick. Not I'm just saying. Technically speaking, in all actuality, there is no time travel. So, well, that's that's fine. But I I said it before. Like, I I'm not a fan of the let's fuck around with our time and our history and our and our other. I I don't know. I just think it's being overused. Okay, several of you have it. said that you're just you're just kind of tired of like. You got superhero fatigue, or you tired of the Marvel movies, or tired of Star Wars. I'm not necessarily tired of any of it, but that particular trope, I I am 100% with. I wish I could go back in time and join up with Ace on this when he said it the first time, because I, I am so tired of that being everything. Now. I've I've always hated time travel. There's only two times I've not hated time travel, and you mentioned them earlier: Terminator and Back to the Future. Back to the Future because I was too young to... And I thought they had a fairly decent explanation for it where if you do go back in time, you create an alternate timeline. Like that, to back me, to the, the Future is the ultimate time travel movie. Like yes. I, I love Terminator, don't get me wrong, but I don't even really think of it often as a time travel movie because that is such a different element of it. I mean, it's well, it's important to the overall story, but the movie itself, it does not constantly concern itself with different but times. It, it's so convoluted, though, because in Terminator... The whole point of it is that John... Oh, my God. I hate this. John Connor sent Reese <laughs> back in time to stop the Terminator from killing his mother so he could give birth to John Connor. Who's John Connor's father? So that he could send Reese To fuck his mom. To, <laughs> to impregnate her to give birth to John again, Connor. This is, this oh, is why the Adam and the Future are the two best time travel movies because it's all about making sure that certain people have sex. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's the whole point. All right. Well, hey, hey, if the time travel is not about that, then what the fuck is the point? If Ahsoka goes back to the world between worlds and get clawed out by Anakin, <laughs> then I'll be on board. All, all you got to do is set them up with a vape pen and send them to a showing of Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> do they have, 
Do they have a theater in the world between worlds? Lindsay, when you were in Beetlejuice with Jesse and Shelby, did she ever <laughs> vape and then try to go downtown to Chinatown? Um, I wouldn't know. Our seats weren't in the same area, oh, oh, but I don't oh, wait a minute, so. wait a minute. Who said I record downtown? <laughs> Kaz? Kaz. <laughs> Kaz. Yeah. Kaz needs some aspirin. Is there is there uh, is there any time travel stories you like? Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Doctor yeah. Who. But this was, mind you, these are like time travel storylines. When to Hunter's point, it wasn't everybody's fucking fallback card. Should I call Asa right now and ask him his thoughts on time travel? But I'll kill you. I will say yeah, this: he will like, kill you on air. Probably asleep, honestly. The frustration in my face goes. Oh, he's playing Mortal Kombat. What do y'all think? Though, like, uh, he goes to bed I, early though. No, no, Kess, go ahead. I want to hear this. No, no, no. I, I, my controversial take is like, I, I think Hunter alluded it to alluded to it earlier. He was making comments about how people are about like Marvel and so forth. Like, I, I genuinely don't give a shit about Star Wars. <laughs> Have you never been a Star and Wars fan, fine. or is it recently? Um, I liked it. I used to like it a lot, um, but I'm tired of hearing about it do you, <laughs> every fucking week. Do, do you think it got too complicated? <laughs> I think it got, I think it got over its skis in every, in all ways. Too complicated, too diluted, too convoluted, too fucking everything Disneyfied, and I'm. It should have just stayed where it was, and now you got this and. This is all that studios know is to try and like create a universe that they can just fucking milk the hell out of for billions of dollars as much as they can, throwing shows at the fucking wall, hoping one of them lands. And yeah, occasionally they will. It's a return on investment. But for those that. And then when they do get one that sticks, they keep going and going and going and they don't let it stop. And to me, I'm actually. I am sympathetic and I have pity for the actual fans of star wars because i feel from the outside looking in that i'm watching your like childhood world just get turned into a pretzel and well burned and eaten by some people but some some star wars fans like tanner and Lindsay, they, no, no, they, no, yeah, they, they love all that I, stuff yeah exactly what that's, i don't that's like why i always say it's subjective it's and I, I is, is it is making it like it's homework like you can't pick and choose what you want to watch and if you don't like something you're going to worry about missing something that's going in there i am enjoying ahsoka but i can completely understand where anyone that hasn't watched clone wars and rebels are like what the fuck is this that's me and and you shouldn't have to watch 11 more seasons of shows to enjoy eight episodes. I, like, I, they fair, need to I'm, at least I'm give person, some form of context. In, the, in that same context, I'm the, I'm the person who is still watching everything pretty much that Marvel puts out and will also say, like, I, I 100% understand why people go, I can't fucking do it anymore because yeah. I go to the movies and if I haven't watched six Disney Plus series that are at least six episodes apiece and 14 other movies in, in the past, you know, two years. I have to go back and watch them again because of it's been so long. And then there's going to be an end joke, and I'm going to go, why the fuck is everybody laughing? I, I had this with, uh, speaking of Star Wars, when, when I went to go see um, uh, Revenge of the uh, Sith with Bob, and uh, I saw uh, General Grievous. I did not know why General Grievous wheezed and, and all that shit, and he had to explain to me that Mace Windu yep. crushed his chest in Clone Wars. And I'm like, well, why yeah. the fuck do I have to watch Clone Wars to understand what's happening in this? And Dude, that was the short Clone then, Wars. That was, that was the short Clone Wars, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was an especially weird choice in it because it wasn't easy to just go back and watch that shit whenever you wanted. I mean, Clone Wars came uh, out in, what, 2002? On Cartoon I mean, Network. Yeah, and even that, oh, I no, think no, I, I only mean, saw... the movie, sorry. I only uh, saw, like, Revenge two episodes of oh, yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Now, or if that, you didn't read the side comics that came out and things that way. Now, with that said, Revenge of the Sith is still my third favorite Star Wars film behind uh, Rogue, Rogue One and um, I guess it's number two then. Empire? Probably Empire, yeah. Empire is yeah. always going to be a Cer- Certainly not any of the fucking sequel movies. I really don't like those. They did announce, though, that uh, apparently they're turning the Lando TV show into a movie. That's good. That's good, right? Yeah, uh, that's Probably for the best, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Donald Glover. 
and his brother are going to direct it. Danny Glover? I feel like... <laughs> I think that was his dad. <laughs> that was his no, pops. Uh, that was I, his I, pops. I, <laughs> I feel like that's that's a, a better move. I don't want to drag itself forever, but I, I do feel like that's probably... That's probably for the best. We've been getting a lot of, of things that were turned into series and there for a while. That seemed like the right move. Like you can't do a two hour movie of this and get what you want. Now I feel like we've gone the other direction because how many times are they doing even even Secret Invasion was like a six episode series. And I was like, can this and it be could have over? been a movie? Oh, my God, it could have been a movie. It also could have just yeah. not been. That, that would have been fine, too. Yeah, okay I've watched that, a lot of background stuff on that. That they they had a lot of oh, like behind the scenes time. issues. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you the joke that's safe for the show, and then I'll tell you one after the show of why I didn't go full on into the joke. I would like to see a movie about Lando Calrissian in the future, where Lando is played by Danny Glover, and he's cranky Calrissian, and uh, Donald Glover <laughs> is. <laughs> Is like the new Lando, and he wears a red tie. Oh, he's no. the professional. He's the professional. The professional, the professional Calrissian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, well, fuck. The professional Calrissian. <laughs> it's the professional Calrissian. And you, and you know which one it's going to replace too, because it's the one that um. you're alluding to. <laughs> All right. Oh let's, my. Let's let's just call it there. I've, I think I've put, I've put everyone in a bad mood now, and I feel bad about it. No, I I, I do want to say, because I've, I've, I feel like I went so hard on it. I also, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but I also like like what you like. Like what you like. Right. I'm just bitching. I, I, right. just, I just don't like it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of everything being that thing. I get why people are not. And again, if it's if it's your thing and it's from your... I mean, look, Shannon, if they made... If, if they came out right now and they went, we're going to reboot the real Ghostbusters with like a new animation style, we're bringing it back. Or like, we're doing a, a, a six episode miniseries on Peacock. You and I both would be like, yep. Yeah. I'm there. Sign I don't me care. Up. I don't care what happens. Let's go. You know? Um, but then it turns out that the real I Ghostbusters are the 2016 Ghostbusters. I'd, I'd still watch. You give it a try. I'd, um, still, I'd still give it a and try. And then the next Ghostbusters film, by the way, uh, the, the new Ghostbusters, McKenna Grace, she goes back in time. Uh, through a new invention to stop Gozer from ever attacking New York in the 80s. And then none of it ever... Oh, see, now, wait a minute. You could probably make that work, though. No, they, they're hooking me. They're hooking me again. <laughs> Never mind. No. No. All right. No. Well, we said we were going to talk about Starfield. We're not. That's it for us tonight. <laughs> we're just going to play it instead. We're just going to go play instead. For myself and for Hunter and Kaz and Lindsay and Tanner, we're sorry. We will see you guys... <laughs> Next week with all new shows where we'll all agree yeah, there has to be there has to be dissension somewhere. Anytime the show turns into a circle jerk, like the thing episode with extras and epilogues, you, you kinda go, <laughs> Well these guys are just these guys are just Lauren Boberting each other in the theater. But occasionally <laughs> you need something. That's it for us. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hunter, take us out. You've done this to me two nights in a row now, and I've never prepared for it. Oh, I'll leave you with some good news. There's new Stranger Things ice cream at Walmart, and it sounds good. Go get it. Later. Bye.